podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello everyone and welcome to Club at 22, the Rangers podcast live on YouTube. It's kind of weird saying that because like, I didn't really know what else to call this show so I thought I'll just call it Club at 22 live on YouTube uh, because it's not usually a preview slot obviously but there's no game to preview um, as always get involved in the comments since we are live leave a like um, if you would be so kind please subscribe to the channel as well and then the live chat you will see super chat and super thanks option if you would like to support the pod that way then you can do so and uh, Scotia might one day be able to afford good Wi-Fi. Uh, I am your host Scott Carney and joining me is everybody Ali how are you? Very well it's Friday the weekend's upon us so that's that's a very, that's a positive. To be honest, I've struggled the whole of this week. Oh, it's, I, I, it's I did. Weekend. I really did. Really didn't need that Alan Partridge thing during the week with Fraser <laughs> going up with a couple of babies. What I really did not need that during the week because I was like a broke man this week. I think I found your joke funnier after I watched it back, mate, and I put it when I was putting out on our <laughs> socials, mate. Honestly, I was like, "Where is he pulled that one from?" I searched Twitter, mate, to see if anybody had put it up before. Hundred percent. Surely he's made he's <laughs> he's copied this. No, hats off to you, man. It was a cracker. Uh, Scott Gamble, how are you, mate? Yeah, I'm fairly good. Um, a beer fifty two package finally arrived this week after it it's went missing in the courier service, which <laughs> uh, which just means that someone in the courier service has seen the beer fifty two sign in the box and went, "Oh, I'll have them," taking it off them. So they finally arrived. So that'll be settle me in for the Champions League tomorrow night. Nice one, mate. Nice one. Yeah, I, I did the beer 52 thing before and then it just got extortion at one point. And I was like, no, nah, I'm going to cancel. And then every week they would phone me back and say, do you want it for a tenner? I'm like, no, nah, because the week after it's like 30 quid. So I'm like, no, nah, there's a beer 52 poll is coming to arrest me. Ryan, hey, Marshall, how are you, mate? Oh, good. The sirens come from... <laughs> the sirens come in. It's Ayrshire. <laughs> It's a Friday night, so that tells you everything what's going on outside. <laughs> yeah, I'm all good. Uh, good evening, folks. I'm I'm hoping Ali's going to bring out a T-shirt um, with just his face saying "Aha" on it. Is that? Uh, oh, is that that's class. Like? I'll need to get on designing that one. Thought. I think. Yeah. Just uh, a thought. Uh, yeah, I'll need to go into des- designing that one. I think. Um, yes. Yeah, so uh, we're going to go through the the highs, uh, the lows. No, not the Jamie Low. Uh, the best and the worst of the season, and we're going to finish off with a, a podcast highlight of the year. Uh, before all that, I have to give a huge, massive, gigantic thank you to both David McCauley and a man that I only know is Forrest Grump. I've got no idea what your real name is, but I'm sure you know who you are. Uh, <laughs> I really, really all genuinely appreciate it. It's unbelievable support to sign up to our, our Coffee Buying Legend membership uh, via the, the Buy Me a, a Coffee website. It is unbelievable support. Thank you so, so much uh, and staunch points for life for that. That's absolutely incredible. If you'd like to do the same, uh, the link is in the description of the podcast. Uh, again, that would be much appreciated and you can join the channel uh, membership becoming a club at 22 supporter for only 99p 99 pence uh, right gentlemen we'll start off with the best moment of the league season now this is excluding the, the Europa League uh, but you can include cups if you want because this was a league that we did not win so to save um, Ali getting all the glory here Scotia you can go first <laughs> All right, okay. Well, I've picked up picked something completely different because you just mentioned that we could pick the cup ones right just before we started pick. recording. So I looked at the... No, you don't. You might, actually. So yeah. I had a wee looking at this one's maybe a wee bit left field. I went for my best moment in the league was the 2-1 win over Hibs on the 3rd of October back in, back last year because mainly it was my birthday weekend and it was Armed Forces Day as well, so that big, that big cannon appears, which is always good to see. Um... And in this game, if you remember, we went down 1-0 almost straight away. Um, Nisbet scored a goal and that was the eighth game of the season. We'd already dropped four points. And at this point as well, I think, before we when we previewed this, we all felt like, oh, this was going to be a tough game because Hibs had given us such tough games last season. We obviously didn't have the foresight to see how bad a season Hibs would actually end up having. But um, in the first half, we weren't actually 
too great until Ryan Porteous does what Ryan Porteous does best <laughs> and lunges in over the top of the ball into Eribo, takes him out, straight red, off he goes. And then after that, Rangers just put the foot down and, you know, in the second half in particular, a couple of clear chances that we should have scored from, but Ruth and um, Morelos knock it away. And then, yeah, like I say, I picked this one as my best moment because we dropped four points and it was getting at that stage that, oh, if we drop any more points, we went behind again. Because I think at that occasion, we were stuffy at times and we were slow going into games so going away from that game I was really happy and as I say because it was the Armed Forces Day and my birthday that kind of makes it a wee bit more memorable for me that's that's fair enough mate um I don't want to mention the cannon because the last time I mentioned the cannon somebody gave me a row on the in the comments about getting a fright when the cannon went off as if I was somehow like not meant to get a fright when a massive cannon goes off in the middle of a, a minute silence. Like yeah, I'm sorry I'm not old enough to be there to have been in the war and all that, but no, I, I can get where you're coming from, mate, with that. Um that's a, a, I didn't expect you to pick it, so I'm kinda I'm kinda stumped well, by I, that. I also I also thought you were going to go to Ali first, so I tried to pick something yeah. that Ali and Ryan would yeah. have picked. I was going to pick that game as well. No, you weren't. No, you were no, you were. That's a lie. That's an absolute lie. No, you are not. Uh, right, you, you can go next then, Ali. What's your... Uh, what was your fair, um, Kani, I'm glad you entered the, the Cups under this yeah. one, because let's be honest, the league does oh, not... I know Scotia picked a game because <laughs> it was on his birthday and that, but... No, there was nothing in the league to me that was memorable. You could come back, oh, I'm not going to come on to one, but my one will be, and I think one of the guys in the comments said it, would be the semi-final against uh, against Celtic. That we won 2-1. That's, that's the one I would go with because it's been a monkey in our back, this, the Cups in general, the Scottish Cup we mentioned 13 years ago, the last time we won it. We had to win it, especially after them beating us at, um, at Ibrooks. I know we went 1-0 up at Ramsey, but for them, they pretty much cemented the league in that day. So it was big pressure on Rangers going into that. We went 1-0 down. At that point, you're thinking, not again, especially this Hamden who do I have, which is horrific. I know I've broken it this season, but it was um, showed great character with that Rangers team because they went 120 minutes on the Thursday night before in the Europa League at Ibrooks. And to do it again at Hamden and put them out and put us in the Scottish Cup final, I would say that was that was that was my most memorable one because the league for me, <laughs> I don't know what Ryan's going to say, but the league for me was there was nothing really memorable in there at all. To be honest, because end of the day we didn't win the league, so to me, yeah, it's relevant. Relevant. So yeah. uh, before we go any further, uh, Led Zepaldo seven 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 has just supported us by ten pound, mate. Uh, amazing, mate. <laughs> Thank I you so much. That's inc- that is incredible. Uh, he said, great job this season, gents. Keep it up. I sit at the club deck door six. We've seen you guys about uh, my first season of season ticket holder. Best moment was Kamara v Leipzig. That's, that's fair enough. Thank you so much for the support, mate. If you see us, come say hi. Scotia and Ali are usually half blotto, mate. So just go up and speak to them. They'll happily stand Don't put me in Scotia's camp, Christ. <laughs> uh, a few times this season, mate. Tell me those been... videos that you were doing from... From Aaron, yeah, Alan Partridge the other night were a wee bit ridiculous. Yes, they were actually a wee bit ridiculous. Yes, they were. Um, and I, I actually noticed at one point I had a video cut off. Missed. I was actually yeah. upstairs. We were, we were doing stuff in, in the boys' room and getting it sorted. And I heard my phone going. And I, I went to go downstairs to get it. And I went, well, Ali's out in the drink tonight. No, nah, it's Ali video call me. I'm not going to go get my phone. <laughs> I was like, I know what's going on here. Um, so, no, nah, I mean, uh, the old firm, I think that's probably... Yeah, that's probably going to be quite a lot of people's one because it was a it was a massive occasion and uh, it's been a long time since I um, since I left Hamden feeling like that feeling like, like I kind of weight had been lifting off your shoulders because the way that it went in the second half especially mate with the, them going up you were like oh here we go do you know what I mean we all had that horrible feeling about it we really did uh, and to finally get it done you know the way we done and yeah getting to sit next to you mate I thought we were going to need to somehow get next to each other in hand and at all times after know. that but uh no uh we, we we don't need to but no it was a it was a really good day a generally brilliant day and if the feeling leaving hamden that day was superb um i shouldn't have let you go first because that was going to be mine um so but I, that's fair enough mate i'm more than happy to more than happy to share that with you ryan what was yours i stuck with the original agenda because i did this at lunchtime um <laughs> in between my in between my little work that i did no i did lots of work today 
just in case anybody <laughs> from my work's watching. Um, I went the original and I had a look through the league fixtures and very much like Ali, I thought, bloody hell, we've, we've, not, we've not half gifted them the league and there's not, there really isn't anything in the league at all to pull from. We were horrendous in the league. Worse than I thought, actually. Um, but I will give them credit for the first Old Firm game of the season on the 29th of August. And I know it didn't, at the end up, didn't get us anywhere, but got into that game and I looked at the lineup outside and I think we were all texting each other and it was like Balogun at right back and McCrory in goals and we got hit by COVID. But Rangers shut up and got on with it, unlike other teams in that league. And we, we know exactly who we're talking about. We didn't moan to get a fixture postponed or pushed back or Rangers got on with it. And we were up against Barca Celtic, who was about twenty million pounds into their budget by that point, and Kyogo, who who was going to tear us apart and and whatever. Um, and Rangers came out one 0 victors and didn't play well. I thought it would be a kind of starting block for us for the season. Obviously, that didn't materialise, but still, at the same time, the Rangers team got credit for that because they really did carry on from the season before in terms of playing poorly, but still being able to beat Celtic and. Um, of the little highlights of that the, there was in the league season, I think any time beating Celtic, whether it means something or not, will always, uh, will always get a thumbs up for me. So, yeah, I'll give that for just sticking with the theme of being the league. I will give that to Rangers as the best league moment, which was very few and far between. Yeah, it was. Um very few and far between, and that's why just literally dead, as I say, always always dead planned, and we're ready to know what we're going to do in this pod. Just before we started, we came on air there, I said, you can include the Cups if you want, because I sat and went through the, the league last night, and I was like, what, what am I going to pick? I'm like, generally, I think the, the way that we, just, we responded after the disappointing result against Celtic at Parkhead against Hearts, was it? 5-0 against Hearts. Um, yeah, I thought that was a. I thought that was good. I thought, okay, maybe there's a, a shining light there, but obviously that was was not to be. So, no. But as I say, mine was, mine was the 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 semi final, same as same as Alistair. Um, all pretty much the same reasons. Um, and getting to sit with my dad and Ali for that one. Um, and just the feeling, everything about it, even getting back on the bus and going back to back to the pace of the road after it was just a, a real good day generally just a really really good day uh, and it felt um, it felt good to find him leaving Hamden with a bit of a smile on your face that is for sure uh, right we'll move on to the the worst bit of the show probably for everybody uh, and we'll talk about the worst moment of the season um, so there was a lot as I said man after checking back last night there was so many more than I thought there was I was like obviously there's one massive one that sticks out like a sore thumb yes but there is so many where you're like god that's just not good enough and that's not good enough and you can see where we kind of throw the league away so I'll probably maybe see we probably should talk to each other before we do these kind of pods because I'm going to go first with this one um, I'm going to actually go for the 3-3 draw with Ross County um, because I think that completely done us in that was the end of our season after that that was a that was a really really sore one I think after the after the defeat um, against them at Parkhead I think the players heads had gone um, I really do I thought the heads had, their, their heads had completely gone and yeah so, so on reflection um, I think that the drop the drop Dingwall pretty much cemented our fate this this season uh, as as no you're not going to be able to do it and I can still see that last minute goal that they scored if I close my eyes I can see it I can see McGregor's awful body shape which is going to try and save the ball uh, it's a horrific one that really is so for me it is the 3-3 draw at Dingwall that what I picked the same game as you no you didn't <laughs> you did it? you I picked, I picked two games. I picked the one in Europe and one in the league because I know it, that this one would have gotten picked by someone. So it was. Can I just add something one. onto that? Can I add something onto that game, yeah. Carney? Yeah. Celtic played. I think it was Aberdeen that day and scored a ninety-third minute yeah. winner, which it, we nearly got to jail that day because of what happened to us. And it kind of summed up the season. They had a lot of last-minute winners, and we had a lot of last-minute making an offset basically. 
And um, McGregor, who's usually a pair of safe hands, sold it for us that day. To oh, be 1-0 up man. and to be 2-1 down, to be 3-2 up and then to throw it away, it was... I was the same as you, Carney. I was, I was raging that day. It was scandalous. And I thought we were going to get out of jail. But well, how many times have you seen Celtic score a last-minute goal, especially this season, didn't it? Kind of summed our season up, that game. That that weekend kind of summed our season up. Yeah, that was it was such a slow one. And I, I just, again, when you when you first think of it, obviously you always think old firm defeats. You do. They always <laughs> pop to your head. You're always like, it'll be an old firm defeat. That's, that'll be a worst one. But when I looked at it, I was like, what one was I actually most gutted after? And it was definitely after the Dingwall one. I was like, yeah. oh my God. Because you just kind of knew. I think everybody kind of sunk in for everybody at that point. That I was like, that's... That is probably that is probably it. Um, Scotia or Ryan? Who had well, Scotia is yours different to others. What we just spoke about? Yeah, yeah. I picked another one because I knew I thought that one right. would be someone's choice. So go for it, mate. My one, which if you look back in hindsight now, may seem strange to say it, but I was trying to go on how I was feeling at the time, and it was the game against Malmo on the tenth of August in the oh, second God leg. <laughs> We go we go one nil up to draw to bring the tie back to two each. Then they get a guy sent off just before half time. Go into half time and we're like, right, we can go and do, do this. And it was a shambolic performance in that second half by us. They scored two goals within the first 15 minutes of the second half. And yeah, going away from that game, getting put into the Europa League playoff against Alishkirk. You're like, this is disastrous. As I say now, in hindsight, we actually end up getting the final of the Europa League. So it may seem strange, but at the time, I was fuming with that result and, uh, yeah, really didn't enjoy that. Uh, I agree. I, I I was livid after that game. I really was. Uh, and the thing is, as well, we, when, when we do shows like this at the end of our season, well, this is only second end of the season we've got to, but I do look back and I look at the, the way we reacted after some pods and even like this, this, the things I went back, just because I was doing a wee bit of research last night just on the kind of season, flicking over results, I actually went back and watched the Aaron Ramsey one that we done as well and I'm like, <laughs> I've never seen, I've never seen that. happier, I've n- never seen happier people <laughs> in my life. <laughs> We're all absolutely buzzing, that, uh, but that's the way it goes, it's well, you live in football's all about the emotion there and then. Obviously, we've got an undying love for Rangers and it'll be there forever. But the reactions and the emotions that you get as well, I think it's just so funny to go back and watch someone. Oh, man, I really do. Uh, really, really funny. Uh, Ryan, what was yours, mate? I think that's a good one, Scotia said, because <clears throat> just before I give you mine, I think we all felt the same after that Malmo game. And you knew something wasn't right with that team. Like Gerard was pleading for us to raise the roof all five books and so we could get the first goal we did it and we got the first goal but they collapsed they absolutely collapsed and I think that was the, the start of the end looking back now on, on Gerard's reign and I think something just wasn't right in the background um, for me I have put down I think it was a Wednesday night it was Rangers 2 Aberdeen 2 Aberdeen went 2-0 up at Ibrooks. they should have went 3-0 up it should have been 3 Um and Scott Brown, of all people, scores a diving header, runs down to the in front, does a Morello celebration, which I take my heart off to for the shithousery. But I just, <laughs> I remember feeling, I remember feeling that night, I just thought to myself, do you know what? A few things are winning this league. And that, and that was Gerard's penultimate game. That was his second last. I'm sure he had another away game, and then we played Ross County, and that was him. I reckon it was already done. I reckon Gerard was already decided he was leaving. There was something not right about that team. There was, they were just so disjointed. And yeah, we knew it was coming. And Aberdeen went up two 0 and, and Rangers struggled to get the, the two each draw that night. For me, it just wasn't there for Rangers. It wasn't there. And and as you say, you, you can go back and look at pods. But I think if we were all honest, I was probably trying to be optimistic at that point, and we were winning one 0 against teams, and I was going, "That's what wins championships." Just stick with it. We were done. We were absolutely yeah. done. With the the damage was done. We'd drawn to each from Motherwell, I think, or one each from Motherwell a couple of weeks before that as well. So, yeah, Aberdeen coming and taking in two points, and you see what Aberdeen done this season. They were a very poor team. So, yes, that one hurt for me. And if uh, if we can move on quickly from this conversation, I would be very much appreciated. Yeah, Michael's yeah, an infamous vlog. I'm an infamous vlog, honestly. So I'm sitting there with my head on my hands, obviously. 
the Motherwell game because they dropped points that day. The dad and me did a blog. I did a blog, and honestly, man, that's another one. I've not went back and watched that one probably since we've done it. Yeah, that one was an absolute slap in the face. We were half time, we're like, oh, Rangers are cruising. This is great. It's absolutely brilliant. Season's back on track. And yeah, just to me in the car at two weeks, like, well, <laughs> I just, that's why, that's why I've not done another one since. <laughs> I was like, I can't do that going to the games now. I really can't. Connor, you've also said as well, we should try putting together our best and worst bits of the season podcast like a montage i can't record stuff off of youtube and use it because it just gets brought down nine times out of ten it'll just get taken down due to copyright and all that so i have tried to do stuff like that before and it came back and i thought i can't remember what game what one we'd done a while ago remember we'd done one and i had to go in and remove hunters a bit from it because so many things come back and claimed that i was like oh no the amount of effort that i put in for it to for that to happen it's really really not worth it it'd be good if we could but the way the world works i can't uh good evening kim uh, I hope your man spent his voucher on you. That's all I'm going to say. I hope you, you're getting something from the Ranger store and not him. But thanks, Kim. Good to see you. Uh, right, yes, let's move on from that conversation, shall we? Uh, and we'll move on by talking about men shaving their balls, seamless link or what. Someone is here, the sun is shining, shirts are off, and your friends at Manscaped are here to make sure your beach balls are as smooth as Floridian sand. Dive headfirst into summer by joining the 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped and get ready for summer by going to manscaped.com and use the code CLUBAT22 for 20% off and free shipping. The Manscaped Performance Package 4.0 has everything you need to prepare your summer bod. Inside the package, you'll find the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, weed whacker, ear and nose hair trimmer, Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, Crop Reviver Ball Toner, which is Scotia's favourite, Performance Boxer Briefs and a Travel Bag to hold your goodies. Want to take your grooming game to even further? Take a look at the Manscaped Shears 2.0, a package that has everything you need to look pristine, nail cutters, tweezers and grooming scissors. With the Performance Package, your balls will be ready to impress, but make sure you cover the rest with the Shears 2.0 and you'll be ready to perform from head to toe. Get 20% off and free shipping by using the code CLUBAT22 at manscaped.com. This is the summer to turn your package into the full package with Manscaped. What will your balls do, Scotia? They will thank you. They will thank you. Thank you again to Manscaped for their continued support. Their products are superb, including the new boxers they sent us. They were also superb. Uh, so go check it out by using the code and you'll be supporting this podcast if you do. Uh, so really do appreciate that. Right, gents, we'll move on to happier times. Happier times. We don't need to dwell too much on the downs because we'll now talk about Europe. Uh, best moment in Europe. I mean, who's not went first yet? Ryan, you've not went first. You go first. Think it was the Alice Kirk game for me. Thought the Alice Kirk game was just... <laughs> that was a cracker. Yes, <laughs> lives, lives, lives long in the memory. That it was a cracking game, and uh, I'll never forget it for that for those moments. Now, nah, listen, it's, I would be very, very surprised if we're not all the same. Um, Leipzig, Leipzig at home, boys. For me, that for me, it'll, it'll be probably my favourite European memory for the rest of my life. I'd be very surprised if it tops that. Um, it was just for the whole, just the whole occasion, the, the opportunity to, like I said, I was confident with how we'd played away from home. I liked it. We played it over two legs and took that 1-0 back to Ibrox and relied on the atmosphere and just taking it to Leipzig and we did exactly that. We, we absolutely raised the roof off the place and just from the first minute, I feel as if we were in a great position being 2-0 up at half time and obviously it's easy saying this in hindsight because we all think oh, it was easy, but you were kind of sitting there at halftime thinking, God, are we going to blow us here? We've done the hard work, but Rangers were outstanding that night. They really just left it all out in the park. They emptied the tank. All the phrases we've used to praise this team, that team for me, that is that is how good they can play. They were absolutely outstanding to a man that night. And so was it all the fans as well. The fans need to take credit because I've never heard an atmosphere like Ibrox ever. Oh, I said Parma was my the best atmosphere I've heard at Ibrox and Leipzig beats it for me. I've spoken to my dad and I've spoken to a few people and I don't think it's just because it's fresh on the memory. I think there was something extremely special at Ibrox that night and it just was it was outstanding. When John Lundstrom hits the back of that net, the roar, the feeling, the euphoria. I'm, I don't know how many times I've stood in my seat. The guy, the guy, I think the guys behind me don't aren't they fans of me anyway, which is fine. But they're definitely no fans of me lately because I've been standing top of my seat constantly. 
Um, and I just I just stood and looked around me, and it's the best way I can describe it is limbs, absolute limbs all over the place. And then at full time, when the whistle went, it was like a goal again. It was like a like a huge goal. And I looked around as a woman in my dad's row. She's sitting there in tears and just everything, all the emotions you want in football. And it was a special, special moment to live me for the rest of my life. And yes, we did not get the prize we wanted, but you know what? That is what football's about, about those moments and enjoying those moments. And I'll be forever grateful for that Rangers team giving us that moment. Spot on, mate. Um, I am going to echo that. Uh, I usually don't like when we pick the same stuff, but for this one, mate, um, I suppose with me and Ali have clashed twice now, so I might as well carry the carry the theme on, but it has to be this game for me. And I, I don't even mind if everybody picks this game. I'm not really going to take away from any other games, um, especially some of the ones people are mentioning, even in the comments as well, that Dortmund away and stuff. I mean, that's incredible when you think about Dortmund. I, I, I will still remember the I remember the the voice notes that were granted in the group chat that night when we're all just going, because we all just watched it ourselves, because we didn't think really that great deal about it, and we're all going, what is going on here? But no, for me, it has to be the Leipzig game. It just has to be. The way I felt that night going to Ibrox, the, the buzz that I had, and then to get to Ibrox, and I kind of got quiet and really quite reserved about it all and I was trying to kind of keep everything together as we were getting into the game because I was so unbelievably nervous that I thought don't get this far and make a, make a mess of it just please don't uh, and yeah it was uh, the way Ibrox was that night is I've never experienced anything like it before uh, it was out of this world and that's why I still say no no crowd in the world can match us when we are all together like that, when we are all together and that same emotion is happening at the same time there is no crowd in the world that is better than that and Big Bad John my goodness Big Bad John uh, that is uh, the most perfect way to, to have got us to the final because he deserved it for the way that he's turned his season round, he absolutely deserved to score that goal and yeah, limbs mate and <laughs> the the song that, like, when they played the remix of Blinda Carlisle and everybody to sing that, I mean, I'm, oh, my hairs on my face are standing up just thinking about it. And I spoke to, spoke about it at, at full time. Um, I try to stand up and give a give a roar of, like, I can't believe we've done it. And I just broke down, literally just broke, ended up sitting in my seat. Do you know what I mean? The guys are in me, I can put their hands on me. My dad's trying to grab me and I'm like, I can't believe we've done it. I really can't believe that we've done it. And the final might not have went the way we wanted it to go. Obviously, it wouldn't, but it didn't even. But no one ever will be able to take that night away from me. Uh, that night for me and my dad, the picture that I took me and my dad directly after I'd kind of pulled myself together, I've got that forever. Uh, and that's going to be a really, really tough one to beat. It was tremendous, mate. So, yes, I am along with you, mate. It was definitely the, the lives I gave at Ibrooks. Just absolutely incredible. Uh, Scotia, do you want to go next? Um, yeah, can do. I've kind of don't know if I've well, I probably have cheated a wee bit. Mine's isn't so much a um, best moment, more of a period, and it's from the fourteenth of um, April to about just before eleven fifteen p.m. Uh, Spanish time on the eighteenth <laughs> of May, just before those penalties. <laughs> just that whole period from the Braga game at home, which I thought the atmosphere at that was absolutely incredible. Um, we'd just get beaten by Celtic as well, and by that point the league was definitely done. So like all the focus now was on on the Europa League. The Braga game was absolutely brilliant. Thought we were thought we were going through, and then equalising the eighth or draw the tie level in the eighty third minute, going to extra time, and Ruth knocks it away. Brilliant. Go away to Leipzig, and I thought we played really well and controlled out there, and then we're pretty unlucky to concede in the last five minutes. And then both you and Ryan have touched on on the Leipzig game, and then just the build up actually going to to Seville and the whole day as I say up until the 120th minute of the game uh, last Wednesday night because I've watched I've watched the game back again from from last Wednesday and I actually so think bad, Rangers were better than I, I've maybe given them credit for I think Leipzig not Leipzig sorry Frankfurt if they did edge it it was maybe be like half a percent one percent I thought we were really unlucky just looking at looking at it back um, so no, it was that whole period that was absolutely brilliant being a Rangers fan because all our focus was in Europe and we were all just loving that that period. Yeah, and there's just something very, very different about a, a Rangers support when it's to do with something like Europe because it's been said in other pods and I, I completely agree with it as well. Is on European nights against a higher level competition uh, team calibre a team. We are much more lenient. We are, and it's not full criticism all the time. It's not like 
why we're not three nil up within fifteen minutes. Do you know what I mean? We're so much more patient. We stick with the team for so long, and it's been evident. Really, it really has been. And uh, I mean, even the in fact, I was going to carry on, Ali. You've not had your say, uh, <laughs> Ali. What was your moment of the season? Uh, Europa League season, even. So much more I can say, to be honest. <laughs> no, no. I'm going to I'm going to pick a Leipzig game, but there's there's not much more I can add to it, to be honest. But um, a couple of games. You can even look back to Gio. I think it was Gio's first game at Ibrox was uh, Sparta Prague one, where he had to win with two clear goals, and he did. And McGregor pulled off two fantastic saves near the end. I know we got the draw after that in the next game, but that that got us through to the the knockout stages. But uh, it's got to be the Leipzig one. Obviously, the final as well. Obviously, myself and Scotia being there, but I wouldn't watch that back and fill the final, Scotia. I won't do what you've done. But I know you said, Scotia, they maybe shaded it. I still think they deserve to win it overall, Scotia. I really do. I, I, I don't think we did enough. I mean, I've seen highlights back. back of, watch of, it back, and we're unlucky with some of the chances we've got. Scotia, tell, tell me chances we had that were decent chances. No, they were, there was a pot about. I think we had about twelve shots in target. If I remember, aye, but, but they, were, they, they weren't. Not, they weren't totally clear cut chances. But the more yeah, in, they, they weren't as great as I thought. Looking back at it, I don't. No, I don't think. I don't think. <clears throat> I don't think they were an amazing team, Frankfurt. But on the night they were better than us. I think they had better mm-hmm. chances. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I'm not going to say that Rangers were hard done by because I don't think they were. I think. As we've alluded to it, and we don't get back into it, they'll they'll regret it in years to come. A lot of those players. So I will get a fight. Just Carney and Ryan will go off, and me and Scotia will go at it. <coughs> Excuse me. No, it's it's a debate. It's a debate. We're allowed to have disagreements. Honestly, we are allowed to do that. Um, no, I think. I've watched the highlights back. I couldn't watch the full game, but I did watch the highlights back. And I get where you're coming from, Scotia. Genuinely, I do. Uh, we did have chances to score, but they should have done a lot better with their chances that they had as well. Yeah, sure. But they weren't They weren't very good. They, they Honestly, they weren't very good. We well, beat better be honest, teams I think, that. I think the scoreline at full-time, extra-time sort of proves yeah. that, that it was 1-1. Yeah. And yeah. it was just the luck of the draw and penalties, really. Here's a question from Peter, everybody. Uh, would we have won it with Morelos, do you think? That's like... interesting. <laughs> you go first. That is interesting. That's a difficult one to say because you, you, you can't predict that, but we'd have a hell of a lot of better chance. We'd have a, I, I thought in that game we didn't really have a focal point. Joe Aribo isn't he a, a striker. He did well for us during that wee patch we were doing five, six weeks, but if we had a full fit Morelos, yeah, probably. But if Spots and Maybes... That's he wasn't there, so the question fair enough, but he wasn't there, Alfie. So there's it's irrelevant again. But if he was there, you would have, of course we'd have a better chance. We would, but you can never say. Um, I think we would have won it if he was playing. I think if Alfredo Morelos was in form and the way that he was before he got his kind of injury, because he, he struggled for a couple of games after he picked up a kind of initial injury. Um, he, he struggled a couple of games after that, but Alfredo Morelos is Mr. If Scott Arfield is Mr. Saturday night, then Alfredo Morelos is Mr. Thursday night. And yes, I think if Alfredo was playing, I know it's easy to say, it is easy to say, but if we're going to play that game, a hundred percent. I think Rangers would have won that because I don't think Alfie would have let the, let the team not. It would have been a, a Barry Ferguson esque performance of I will not let Rangers lose today, and Morelos would have just battered them. I think so. Yeah, I, I'll say Rangers would have won that. Uh, Scotia, what do you think? Yeah, I think we probably would have because um, if you look back at some of the games sort of surrounding the or the games that Alfie was involved in, and you've got Baris, Barisic, Bassey, or Tav. Whipping balls into the box, and Morelos is there to knock it away. And then, but recently, when we've had Aribo playing up there, you've seen that, and Aribo's putting it right over the bar and things like that. I know it didn't happen maybe too much with Aribo in, on the game on Wednesday night, but that would have certainly been in our locker room, which wasn't on the Wednesday night. So, I think if Alfie's playing, yeah, we probably would have won that. Yeah, Ryan, what do you think? It's funny that question coming up because me and my dad were. We come up with that exact same scenario coming home from the snooker today. We're walking home. And I think that you and I would be sacked by now. 
Ali and Scotia would still be in Seville, <laughs> and that, tro- that trophy would be in Ibrox. I am convinced of it. Alfredo Morelos would have brought that trophy because Europa League nights are Alfredo Morelos nights, and I am convinced Rangers would have won that Europa League with Alfredo Morelos, but they didn't have him, so... Yes, so I know it is a kind of hypothetical question, uh, but I'm in totally the same camp, mate. I just think if 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 he had been fit, it's there's just no chance. There's there is no chance we wouldn't have won that. <laughs> there's just no chance. Alfie we just wouldn't have let it wouldn't have let it happen. Uh, just quickly, I've just received a notification there that John Allen. I think you're watching tonight, mate. It's just bought us a coffee. Thank you very much, John. Very much appreciated, mate. Um, very much appreciate that. Thank you. Uh, right, and we'll move on to our play of the year. So I put a poll up on the chat before I started tonight, and we've had 82 votes, and 59% has said James Tavernier, 9% has said John Lundstrom, 33% Calvin Bassey, and Aribo got 0%. <laughs> After the way he started the season as well. Uh, <laughs> I'll check that at the end to see if it's still the same. But yeah, somebody might want to give a rebo a sympathy vote. Um player of the player of the year. Um who's not been first? Ali, you can go first. Calvin Bassey, all day long. You all know I love Joe Rebo. If if we were if we were playing this game up to Christmas time, that poll you'd done, Carney, would be a hundred percent Joe Rebo. Because the guy was in fire, best player in Scotland by a mile. Went away to the AFCON and came back as it wasn't Joe Rebo for a while. He appeared near the end of the season there, but um, no, Bassey, consistency throughout the season since he's come in, played left centre half, which is not his position, left back. Guy's been outstanding. He's um, 22 years age, that boy, would run through a brick wall. He's exactly what you want in a Rangers player, Calvin Bassey. Love the big guy to bits. I think he loves Rangers as well. He's got everything. Everything is in his locker. The size of him. He's an athlete. He's just every game I see him, Karen, and we keep going on about Calvin Bassey all the time, but every time we see him, he just improves, improves, improves. And he's got a trick in his locker that I've said. He can put a ball in the box now. He just... Keeping on to him is going to be a, a struggle. I know it's there's been figures banded about recently, 25 million, which... Um, it's a, it's a realistic one, I think, we should be putting on his head. Somebody comes in... The, the, pro, the problem we've got with Calvin Bass, yes, and we're probably going down a wee different conversation here, is he's got two years left in his contract. So does Calvin Bassey sign a new contract with us or does he not? Because we've not made an arse of stuff, but we've not cashed in at the right time in certain players, i.e. Alfredo Morelos a couple of years ago. So you either take 25 million is a lot of money for a boy of 22, especially for us up here. Is he 25 million pounds with a year left in his contract next season? No. I know if he maybe does well in chance, but he isn't. So that's another conversation for another day. But for me, it's um, it's Calvin Bassey all day long. Yes, uh, it's a good argument to put forward, but I don't think we'll have a resounding. We might, we might have a resounding one um, by, the com- by the time we come to the end of this. Uh, Scotia, who was your player of the year? Um, I'm agreeing with the listeners, and um, my player of the year is going to be Tav. For I know Ali said that Bassey was consistent, but when did Bassey kind of come in? It wasn't until November, time, October, November time that he was playing completely every every other week. I think he's, I think Bassey's had something about. F- 50, 49 games in total this season, or he's been involved in 50 or 49 games this season. But for me, it's it's Tav that he's he's been consistent throughout the season, season. And even when he's been off his game, he's never been below a six, in my opinion, really. And those were very few and far between. Um, he's got the European Golden Boot, um, which is incredible for an eight-back. I think he's the first Englishman to ever do it. Um, and the amount of games that um, Tav's actually played, he's only one behind... Goldson has played the most amount of games for us this season and Tav sitting there so for me it needs to be Captain Fantastic Tav uh, Yes mate, sorry, we got laughing at comments mate there, <laughs> me and Ryan both laughing at comments there, uh, not at you Scotia, uh, just, you'll catch up when you No, I've I seen, seen, seen the comments coming yeah. in <laughs> Yeah <laughs> um, Right, okay compose yourself Scott, uh, I'm going to agree with you mate, it's, it's James Tavernier for me, now it's not not it ending away from Bassey, I think there's a whole conversation that needs to happen around Calvin Bassey, around what Rangers do in this situation because I think we 
think we probably will try and sign him up, but there's, there could be an offer that Rangers just simply cannot say no to, and we'll, we'll have to let him go, which will be a real shame because I was exp- I would love to see him for at least another year, but you got to remember 25, 30 million to whoever is like whoever can afford it in one of the top big five, six, seven leagues, whatever, then they'll uh, they'll pay it and he'll go, unfortunately, because the potential in the boys jig is massive. But I have to give it to Tavernier. Uh, just his stats. Um, 18 goals, 16 assists. Uh, he's a top goal scorer in the Europa League and he's a right back. That is ridiculous. Uh, first time a defender's been top scorer since Koeman. I've seen that on a, twi- a tweet somewhere. Uh, since 93. 92, 93, mate. Yeah, 92, 93. Um, ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Uh, and this guy cost us, Ali, what did he cost us? 250 grand, was it? 200 grand, yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> honestly, it's, it's just unbelievable return from him. Um, I couldn't have thought of a more fitting man to have lifted the European trophy for us, uh, for lifting the Europa League for us. I, I generally think it will be a, a sore one for him. I think obviously the Scottish Cup will help ease that, that pain, but uh, I think he thoroughly deserved that if anybody did in that team. Um, he's just been so consistent for us and people do give him criticism um, and I, keep, I say it all along, if he could defend as well as he assists and scores goals, he wouldn't be in Scotland. It's as simple as that. Somebody would have took the risk. So these things have to happen. We are Rangers fans. We do expect perfection, but sometimes you need to put your realistic hat on and uh, the return and the leadership and the the desire that James Tavernier has shown to just to continue to kick on and lead us um, has been incredible. So my player of the year is James Tavernier. Ryan? Oh, it's a split, boys. Uh, I'm your biggest fan. I'll follow you till you love me, Calvin, Calvin Bassey. Um, <laughs> we are talking about him being... We are talking about him being rated £25 million for a reason. He is hitting levels that are... He's outgrown Scotland. If he keeps at this level, he's outgrown Scotland already. He is, as I said, getting man a match in old firm games, semi-finals at Hamden, uh, Europa League finals. He's he can't hold on to a player like that. And I think it is literally if 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 the rumours are true and it's coming from the the right places, but in regards to Sky Sports, if the rumours are true, I think it's. You need to prepare yourself for Calvin Bassey leaving uh, pretty soon because if the figures that are getting banded about do come in for Calvin Bassey, which I think Rangers have every every right to ask for that type of figure, if you take Kieran Tierney as a gauge or you take Tyrone Mings as £30 million as a gauge, I think Rangers can definitely ask for £20-25 million as a starting block for, for Calvin Bassey. If that money is put on the table, Calvin Bassey leaves Rangers. It does not matter if Calvin Bassey loves Rangers. It does not matter if we love Calvin Bassey. Rangers are a business model. They have a business model in place. We are a selling club and Calvin Bassey will leave Rangers if that money comes in and we need to prepare ourselves as a support for that. I'll be gutted. Um, and I said this a few weeks ago, I was concerned at the levels he was playing at and here we are. Uh, yes, for me, Calvin Bassey is, is player of the year because I think he's he's a joy to watch. He's outstanding. He's an athlete. He's got drive. He's attitude desires spot on. He's versatile. He's everything. And if we still got him in August, I will be delighted. But I doubt it. See, on yeah. Bassey and his valuation, mm-hmm. see, because he was brought through the Leicester Academy, I'm pretty sure he qualifies as a homegrown player down in England. So yeah, that's he a does. big asset for clubs down in the Premier League as well. Okay, yeah, that's a good shout. Yeah, he does. No, he's got a lot of he's got yeah, he's got a lot of feathers in his cap that we can that we can use to get the most from him. And I, I do think if somebody makes a bid, there will be a number of teams that come knocking because there'll be people watching him. Why? How could you not watch the guy? Um, he's so athletic for the size that he is, and yeah, it's going to be. I agree, though, Ryan. I think. I think we might have seen Calvin Bassey play his last game for Rangers. I do. Just the way the talk's happening now, and it's big clubs now. Do you know what I mean? It's not it's not Southampton. No disrespect to Southampton. I don't mean it like that, but you know what I mean? It's like serious teams having a look now yeah, that are getting yeah. linked. You're, you're going, right, okay, I mean, something's, something it. could be right here. Do you know what I mean? It's not just that. It's not just like, it's not just your usual daily rebel in, in the Scottish Sun and whatever. It's 
it's talk sport talking about it's Jason Cundy, it's Sahara, it's they're all talking about him. Sky Sports is talking about him now. He's recognised down there. They know exactly who he is. And um and he just talks it off by putting a performance in like that in a Europa League final. It's yeah, you don't hold on to players like that. And I have a feeling the money, as you as you say, I think the money's gonna come and I think we might have seen the last of them. Yeah, I think so too. Which will be a real shame. But it's a split for us, so well good news is um Scotia, that the the club at 22 loyal mate picked Tav, so we win, mate. Yes, yes, so it's good, mate. It's always good. <laughs> right, we'll move on to the Unsung Hero Award. Um, Ryan, I'll come back to you. You can go first, mate. Who was the, your Unsung Hero Award going to? I found this hard because oh, you go. I'm trying to be positive here, and I, was, I wasn't thinking about him, so now I've got it in my head. Yeah, uh, he's for another. He's for another subject, isn't he? Um, <laughs> I found this hard, Carl. I found this hard because I think, I think us as a pod have praised the team when they've when they've deserved it, and I think everyone's got some sort of praise at some point. But I'm going with one that's a bit out there because I've learned to really appreciate this guy this season. I appreciate him last season, and I think he's better this spell than he was in his first spell. But watching him, like I, I think it was Motherwell away. I was at. And see watching this guy dictate play and watching how Van Bronckhorst has used him as a sub. When we're going for a goal, you always think to bring on a striker and attack midfielder. But see when Stephen Davis is brought on, he changes a game. He dictates the play. He drops balls in for players. He, he covers so much ground for his age. And for me, yeah, he's an unsung hero for me. And I know we only got the Scottish Cup this season and he didn't play a huge part in Europe. But Stephen Days is, is a fantastic footballer to watch and to have at our club. And I really hope he renews his contract. I do. I've kind of U-turned on that one. Um, but I think he is a huge player for Rangers and for players like Charlie McCann and Alex Lowry's development. Having a player like that and having a role model like that at the club, I think, is imperative. And uh, yes, Stephen Davis is my unsung hero. And as somebody just said there, he is a loving legend, which I will never use lightly. No, he, he certainly is, mate. He certainly is. And uh, he's another one. You might have seen him play his last game for Rangers now. Uh, the way the his rumours are kind of perking up as well. It looks like he might make the decision to move on. Um, which, again, but he would go with... I mean, he's a leg, he's an absolute legend of this football club um, for the way that he's... Uh, the way he served this club. There's absolutely no doubt about it. Um, Scotia, who was your unstrung hero award? Um, I'm going to give it to um, Scott Arfield. Thought he's been pretty important this season, particularly in some of the European games later on. Um, again, it was what a season similar to last season where he didn't really start the season off, wasn't playing too much, but he get brought in and then starts playing again. Gets good back up to the kind of form that he did the previous season, round about kind of October, November time, but he starts clicking into gear. And then when had both when Geo came in, Geo seemed to really take to him straight away and was using him, but I think he's also been pretty vital um, when Hadji got injured at the um, end of January um, because losing Hadji was a big blow at the time, but um, Arfield at least gives you that other attacking option from sort of the, the mid, deep, up deep sort of line back from the from the strikers. Um, so, yeah, for me, it's, it's Scott Arfield. That's hero. fair enough, mate. Yeah, it's not, no, that's fair enough. Scored a very crucial goal for us uh, this year. Um, so, yeah, I, I get that, mate. I do get that. Uh, he's another one. I don't know what's going to... Oh, no, he signed, didn't he? He's got a few signs. He's got a few signed another year. That's right. So he did. So we will see him in a Rangers top again. Um, Ali, you're on song hero, mate. I see Ian Ross in the comments as well with John Lundstrom. He's got a song though, so he's not an unsung hero because that song keeps going on in my head. So it's a good shout. It's a good shout, Ian, but he's got a song in that, and it's that song that kind of gets our head. So um I'm gonna go completely left field here, right? Um don't worry, Carney, ain't Brandon Barker for his oh. season. But um no, I'm gonna go com- <laughs> No, 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 no. Um no, I'm gonna go left field. I'm gonna go with a guy that's only played a handful of games for us. But he's never, never let us down. And it's John McLaughlin when he's come in. Um, I think us winning that Scottish Cup, John McLaughlin has had a big hand in that. How many times against Celtic, if McGregor was in, would he came? How many times did McLaughlin come for crosses in that game and just calm everything down? Again, he did it against Hearts as well. 
Um, he's come in league games as well, never let us down. Adds a different dimension to that backline. John McLaughlin, where, as I say, he comes for balls, he's good with the ball at his feet. I just think the defence in front of him is more calmer when he's behind them because they know he's a safe pair of hands behind him. That's not to say Alan McGregor isn't, but he's a completely different type of goalkeeper. And I think it gives us confidence. We're losing a world-class goalkeeper, Alan McGregor, for going into next year. But I think as fans, it gives us all confidence going into next season that we've got a, a ready-made replacement in John McLaughlin, which I think will be the Rangers' number one next season. But I think he's had a big a big say in us winning that Scottish Cup this year because um, he's come in and he's, he's, he's never let us down, John McLaughlin. So he's, yeah. he's my unsung hero. That's a very good shout, mate. A very, very good shout. A massive part of us winning the winning the cup, mate. So yeah, that's a that's a great shout. Genuinely, that's that's well done, Ali. That's in fact, it's Ian McLaughlin as well. It was his idea. <laughs> it was his idea to bring McGregor on for the last couple. Yeah, of minutes of the touch of trainer, yeah, which is the only two of minutes of a Scottish Cup final that McGregor yeah. has played in. I didn't realise this either. Two minutes of a final. <laughs> four. He's played in four. Or he's been in the squad in four finals and only ever played two minutes. Yeah, I hadn't realised that. I, I just thought I thought it was obviously it means even more that he's getting to do that, like he's getting to play in a, a final. But I just thought it was because it was going to be his last game as well, which is crazy. As that's absolutely crazy when you think about that. But no, John McLaughlin's a great shout. Oh, generally a, a really good one. Uh, oh God, it's a tough one for me. Uh, I was going to give it to the camera uh, and the club deck for the European nights because I think the pictures that you get from it are absolutely superb. Generally superb. Uh, and also gave me a chance to get on the telly, which doesn't often happen when you sit in the club deck, but I was on the telly a few times. Uh, I'm probably going to get a wee bit slaughtered for this, I think. Honestly, I think I am. And I probably defend him probably more than he deserves, but might be controversial, but I'm going to give it to Ryan Kent. Um, only three goals this year. Yes, I get that. That's not great stats for your, your, your left attacking forward, but 14 assists. And some of the most crucial, some of the most crucial points in the season, like the assist for Tav, uh, the home tie uh, against Leipzig, and one of the goals that he scored was against Red Star away, which pretty much sealed our our path to the kind of kilt that game really uh, to get us through to the the quarterfinals. So yes, I probably will get some stick for it, but I think you notice when Ryan Kent's not there, and I don't ever fault the guy's effort for some reason. He's shooting and he's. He's, I think he wears square boots, honestly, because every t- he can't seem to curl the ball at all. Because he gets himself in the right positions, uh, he gets himself in the right positions, but he just can't seem to kind of get the finishing the, the finish right. And yes, yeah, that's a shame for him in that that sense. And but he, 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 he I'm always going to give him leeway because I, I think he's great and he's Mark. He's my type of player. Uh, he's the closest thing. I know before Ryan even comes up to mouse and batters me, he's the closest on the left-hand side to, like, Loudrup that I can remember. He's not Brian Loudrup before anybody goes off their nut. He's not Brian Loudrup. He's nowhere near Brian Loudrup. But you understand what I mean. It's the gets in the ball on the left-hand side and you think something could happen here. Uh, and I think some of the treatment of him this year was a wee bit harsh. So uh, I will give it to, to Ryan Kent. And I've used didn't go down there, so that's not too bad. I think a lot of people are all right with that. But, yeah. Good ones, though. Very good ones. I enjoyed that. Right, so a wee bit of fun to finish up, lads. Our podcast highlight of the year. Alistair, I will come back to you. You can pick your podcast highlight of the year. And before you even say it, I already know what it is. You can't pick your own joke. That's your only rule. <laughs> nah. I wouldn't pick that. I'll leave that for one of you boys to pick, because I know that was a highlight for you. Me cracking a decent joke for once. But, um... Oh, there's quite a few, to be honest. Scotia's dad not cycling fast enough to get a Wi-Fi going for him, so that's been a bit of a highlight this season. But I, I, me and Scotia probably get two things we've done this season which were, were good in terms of the podcast. I think Scotia might pick the one I'm thinking of, but I'm going to go with um, something that happened pretty recently, which was um, me and Scotia, <laughs> the, the B team, as I called it, going all the way to Seville and doing a blog for all the subscribers and um, Ryan and yourself, Carney. I, um, we promised to bring content. <laughs> you had, I think a lot of listeners, and you're probably both yourselves, that you thought would, would have a couple of drinks in us and it would just be one video and that would be it. You wouldn't hear from us for the rest of the time. But I thought me and Scotia tried our hardest and tried to bring the experiences of Ville because 
I know you boys had reasons why you couldn't go there and good reasons, but there's a lot of people out there that unfortunately job related, family related, maybe can't afford or whatever, that couldn't be in Seville. And I just thought me and Scotia tried our best to make it that people could feel like they were there with us. So and to obviously experience that and, and bring it to the podcast. So that, that would be my highlight of the podcast this season. Yeah. There's a few there's a few coming in. You're oh, going berserk. Don't yeah. worry, that wouldn't yeah. happen again. Also, Scotia slagging everybody that's every nationality the that's not Scottish. <laughs> yeah, the Welsh the got it quite Scott. bad. What else, what else did I see there? Oh, me the other night as well. I made a, a, a Barry Hunter <laughs> the other night. That was an absolute belter, that one. That really was. Uh, and yeah, I think you're getting agreement that the blog was the blog was great. It really was good. And Ryan, your cat, definitely your cat deserves a shout out. No doubt about that, mate. No doubt about that. Well, she is. Uh, Scotia, what was your podcast highlight of the year? There's one that is my highlight, but I'll leave it out because I suspect you two will probably pick it as well. So for the <laughs> one I'll go for that Ali probably thought I'd go for is the the Legends match that we got to go along to and do the stuff from kind of pitch side and in the commentary sort of area and um, for that it was just a uh, an absolutely fantastic um fantastic what well, forgot what I was forgot the word there it just went completely out of my mind fantastic day yes that'll do it that wasn't quite the opportunity word, yeah. opportunity opportunity that's the one thank you carney <laughs> <laughs> oh god that, that, this might be a highlight in itself me forgetting simple words um yeah, no, but uh, yeah, thank you for reminding me of that, Carney, and thank you for um, putting it all together for us, Carney. No um, yeah, it was just a fantastic experience being in the press room, being in the press room when you've got like legends of the game coming in and speaking to you, and Alex McLeish is there. It's it's, it's absolutely brilliant. Um, it was a fantastic experience, and I hope that um, next season, if there's something similar, that um, yourself and Ryan can get along, both of you do one, because it was, uh, as Ali would probably agree, it was an absolutely fantastic we day that one. Carney, I've got one that just came at my head there. And I, oh. I think Ryan will, Ryan will have a wee chuckle when I say this. Craig Porteous, remember that guy? Cheers, <laughs> <laughs> Ali. Cheers, oh, Ali. That's that's that, 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 that was mine. That was mine. Oh, no way. Craig Porteous. Was, was that yours, Ryan? <laughs> that was mine. I was literally oh, sitting with a brilliant light there as well. Ali's just ruined. That that just oh. sums Ali up, though, doesn't it? That does sum Ali up. like Ali to do that. That is Ali as a podcaster. Right I there. genuinely that didn't think exactly you'd remember that, Ryan. Oh. Um, yeah, so Ryan, was yours that? That was it. Yeah, I was going to say um, <laughs> my favourite moment was, was Scotia creating a, 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 a brother for Ryan Portis and Craig. So, <laughs> yep, that was my, my moment. Although a close second to that was uh, getting a text message from a couple of Celtic fans showing me Ali was on follow, follow meltdown. Uh, so that was a great moment. <laughs> I, was like, oh, that's, I said that's that's my mate. So I was quite proud of that. I was quite proud of Ali, but uh, yes, Craig Portis for me, boys. That was uh, making me stop laughing. I was laughing in bed that night. <laughs> <laughs> that was brilliant. Oh, that was really good. Ah, oh, that's really funny. Oh, I've seen the comments there. You're all fuck up. Oh, you know, fuck up yeah, as well. Yeah, it's yeah. amazing how much people remember. I don't remember. I'm useless, but I don't remember it. Honestly, I'm shocking. Uh, I totally forgot about Craig Portis, but I know, I know I can't concentrate now from thinking about that. Uh, I can't look at Ryan Portis without thinking of Craig Portis. Craig Portis? No, so I know. Even the other night when we were talking about the, the Scottish Cup, and he was like, "It was McGregor that came out for the cross." You were like, no, I don't. <laughs> no, it was. Oh, you say you've got a beer fifty-two order in Scotia? Aye, aye he's yeah. injecting it. Aye, good, idea. <laughs> yeah. good idea, mate. No, what I would oh. say in that McGregor one in the highlights, it is McGregor at the very last moment of extra time that's got a corner coming into him. So I got a wee bit confused. I just I've got another one before recording. <laughs> Even this one, we, <laughs> we loved everyone, but Ali been disappointed by Scotia. Oh, no. Have I told that story yet? I don't think I've told that story. I've done it at the vlog. Scotia stood, right? He, he was, he's at the wee counter, right? And he's basically pointing. It's like a Rome square sausage, a spicy one. Like, That's what I want. And he's standing at this counter, shit, you know, for about 25 minutes. And I'm going, surely it doesn't take that long to make a, a rolling sausage. Brings us two big plates over. And I was like, what's that, Scotia? He's like, oh, it's a plate of squid. They got the order wrong. We had to sit at like nine in the morning eating a plate of squid. It was the last thing I needed. It's horrible. 
Oh, man. Oh, man. Scotia. Oh, it's so funny. Actually, hang out, Scotia, even though I wasn't there, I can totally, I totally know how Ali would have been at that point. Scotia, what? what, what, what I don't want to squid. I like squid, but not at night in the morning. Here, I've seen Scotia's morning about. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. It filters up. It filters up. What was your what was your other pod highlight, Ryan? For we did that there. My other pod highlight was Scotia again. Sorry, Scotia. This is turning into the <laughs> Scotia highlight show, which you probably could make. But um, yeah, remember, can. Scotia said that um, we were talking about Sasa Papach, and he said we were like his boys. Then he said, "No, Sasa Papach is creation," oh, and we all just looked at each other. and I'm like, "He's definitely not creation." What What was <laughs> the other one? The was that a what kind of doctor was it? A Zambian doctor or something? Oh, that, oh, was that was a true story. That was a true story. No way. It was just random. Random. some guy getting beat up. Oh, no, I know, I take that back. <laughs> <laughs> I take that back. They didn't oh, play man. the waka waka when they carried them off anyway, Christ. Uh, no, I know. Oh, man. <sighs> Compose yourself, honestly. Oh, that's hilarious, man. See, when you think about it, honestly, people's memories are so much better than mine, honestly. That's absolutely crazy. Uh, right, mine. God, there has been so many. Scotia's also. <laughs> Scotia's Neil Oliver impression one night. We were, me and him alive. Like, this yeah. is Scotland. Because it was just me and him, though, I had nobody to kind of have talking, so I had to try and get it hold it together, and I was howling, man. I want a live version of that next Saturday. I want a live version of that. Yeah. Nah, nobody's going to be a lot for that next Saturday. I know you, Yeah, there probably will be. Yeah, so our podcast, end of season podcast day out next week, and hence the day. It is very much going to be a day out next Saturday. looking forward to that. Uh, but uh, there has been so many. Ryan, your cat probably as well. Every time you're doing a podcast, it plots how she's going to kill you um, behind you. Um, personal notes, reaching two K. Yeah, reaching two K subscribers. Um, launching our merch. The response to our membership. Both to the YouTube and the coffee. Meeting the subscribers as well. When you meet people that come up and talk to you and stuff like that. It's, oh, mental man! It really is. It's absolutely crazy when you think about that. But for me, it was Scotia. It was the, the first the first podcast we done in the Viceroy. And personally, just because it, this started, I was in my partner's, we were staying with my partner's mum at the time. I was in the box room. We were on Skype. None of us had any idea what we were doing. And to go from there to going to doing a, doing a podcast all together in, a, in the pub that we are named after, that's a real special moment for me. That's a real landmark moment for the, the podcast. And uh, yeah, that, that is. So to make it all a bit more serious, as you know, I like to do towards the end of things. Uh, Definitely that, and the response to everything. I mean, even the comments and that, and people are howling along with us. They are talking about the highlights of this pod, and that's what it's all about. That's look, you all know we're not professionals. This isn't a professional podcast, but we absolutely love to do it. We generally do. It's a, it's, it's been an absolute treat this season. Might not have been the many trophies in the cabinet as we'd wanted this season, but it's still been an absolute blast. And Ryan, personally as well, you've been a, you've been an absolute. Gem of a addition to this podcast, mate. There's absolutely no doubt about it. You've been absolutely superb. Uh, so we really do, really do appreciate it, mate. So tied uh, down yeah, a contract, Carney. I has mate. You signed up. Calvin he's Barsi sick. folk coming for Calvin Barsi. They'll be coming for Ryan and his car. Gerard, Gerard's on. Gerard's on the phone, boys. <laughs> <laughs> he's signed up, mate. He has signed up. I, I, I also then forgot to mention is some of Ryan's comments and the comments are. Superb, genuinely unbelievable. Like I, I don't even know where you come up with half of it, mate. I spend a lot of time laughing at them. But yes, that will that will do us for tonight, gentlemen. We went over there just by laughing. I'm all honestly, my cheeks are hurting. We laugh so much there. Uh, it's been a pleasure, um, Ali. Thank you very much, mate. No problem. It's been a pleasure, um, and we'll need to come back and do it all again next season. I'm sure we'll have a couple of pods in between now and the start of next yeah. season just to keep you all. Give me some content. I don't know if we'll give you a blog of the club at twenty-two day out next next Saturday. That could be a bit. That prefer the June to that, can't it? We could yeah, do one. Could do one. We could do one. But um, no, pleasure talking about Rangers as always. And um, I'm just looking forward to seeing the the geo the geo the next step in the geo train in terms of who he's bringing in for next season. So 
I'm buzzing for that. Absolutely. Scotia, thank you very much, mate. Yeah, thank you. It's going to be a long summer without Rangers and the, the cons- consistent stuff on um, Twitter of um, transfer rumours and whatnot, but we love to do it because it's yeah. all about the Rangers. Always about the Rangers, mate. And Ryan, thanks very much, mate. Cheers, boys. Hope everyone has a nice weekend. Yeah, we'll be back um, with update pods, hopefully about transfer business soon as well. I think you're going to try and do a, a weekly pod, aren't we? So just as much as we yeah. can. But I hope um, everybody enjoys their, their time away from Rangers. I think it's been a tough season as well. So I think it's time to spend time with your friends and family. And that's because Rangers will be back sooner than sooner than you think. So, yes, looking forward to next Saturday as well. Pod night out. If MDCs are in town, run. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I absolutely run. Uh, hi, Jamie. Hope the holidays are right, mate. You just popped in there to say hello. And yes, we are, mate. Yes, we are. But yeah, uh, it's been superb. The season's been great in our podcasting terms. It's been superb. And yeah, we we are not going to go away. Um, we are going to drop to about one a week just now, just purely based on there's not very much going on. And I don't want to just bore you by repeating the same stuff all the time. Uh, so we're going to take a wee week off from here and we'll be back next Friday. We'll do a pod uh, just to round up any news that there's been uh, we'll go live again probably so you can come on and get involved in the comments because this is this is a good bit about podcasting when you get all the interaction with the uh, with the club at 22 Loyal so yeah but it'll be one a week um, for at least next week and possibly the week after that and then we're really just going to see how it goes when using transfers etc and we'll pick up when we need to pick up you know that because we'll be desperate to talk about it as well so yeah thank you everybody um, for tonight and uh, for this season as always please do like the videos please do subscribe to the YouTube channel we are there way to have a wee a wee week off just a wee week off and we will be back next Friday uh, as I say, um, but yeah, it's just been it's been cracking, really has been cracking. I can't really say that much more. Uh, so until next week, take care of yourselves. Thank you very much for tuning in. We are Club at Twenty Two, the Rangers podcast, and we'll speak to you all next week. Cheers, everybody. <laughs>